Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Weekend Nugget. It's Friday, and the Weekend Nugget is about bringing to life what I think I learned. This is the episode where I share with you what I went through in my first six months. Raw seriousness, not so seriousness, truth. What can you expect from the Weekend Nugget? Well, you can expect vulnerability, rawness, honesty, playfulness. What you should expect is to be contributed to. That's why I do this. Today's topic is... Let's begin the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of The Weekend Nugget. Today, we're going to talk about what do you do first? And obviously, I can only talk about myself because I'm the only one that's gone through it. And what I want to start off with is the, the impact. Immediately, what I was impacted with was shock because I didn't know what to expect. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know. I, I was, I mean, I was in complete denial when I think about it. You know, that whole first week, all I concentrated on was trying to give her what she wanted. So, you know, I asked her, I'm like, you know, is there a hope for us? And she said that she didn't know. She said that she didn't know if she wanted to be with me which for me was like, okay, not a lot of hope there. There's not a lot of hope there. And I remember just being bankrupt, like straight up emotionally bankrupt. Everything was withdrawn from the account. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't have a sense of self. So for, for that whole first week, all I did was, you know, try to accommodate her try to accommodate her, her daughter. And I didn't get into any real communication with anyone. Um, you know, I had a friend of mine that I spoke with, but I, you know, as far as me, I was, I was all over the place. I didn't know where, where to start. You know, so after the first week, I do remember taking a couple of days and I left to a, a friend's house. I left to, you know, my friend has a beach house, which... My God, you would think that that would be the solution of all solutions, but it really wasn't. It really wasn't. I was more lost and alone being out of the house than I was um, when I was in the house. Because at least when I was in the house, I was there. I was I had something familiar. You know, there was something that I can count on, which is, you know, I know what my bedroom looks like. I know what it feels like. And I love, I'm, I'm like a hermit when it comes to to the house. I love my house. And especially this one, which for me was, you know, had a lot of uh, meaning. But I remember being at my friend's house and being so uncomfortable. I just didn't know how to, how to react to what, to being inside my skin. And I, I could tell that my friend didn't know what to do either. You know, he kept telling me that he's like, Hey, if you need to talk, but you know, I couldn't, I had nothing to say. At least not with not with him, which is what when I did speak, I spoke to a friend of mine who had gone through a divorce, which, by the way, until you go through a divorce, you have no fucking idea what it's like. Like, I remember when he was going through his divorce and I was holding his hand and I would talk to him and listen to him and and hear him, you know, sometimes speak for a long time. And in my head, I was just like, oh, he'll get over it. 
but I, I had no relationship to what he was actually going through. Having gone through a divorce now and him holding my hand, man, boy, do I know. Whew. But the moral of the story, I did. I gave my spouse everything. I gave her everything that she wanted. She asked for space. She asked for, for um, you know, for me giving her what my schedule was. She asked me for for support while she left the country because she had to leave the country to go do something, and she wanted me to look after her daughter. And you know, for me, it was just like, well, hello, I'm married to you. Of course, I would do that. And I just kept giving. I kept giving and kept giving and kept giving. While she was away is when I started to think about, you know, me. I started to to really have conversations with my friend. I really started to to dig in deep, which I began reading his book. Um, he wrote a book called Being Being Trainable, and it was amazing because it gave me a structure to start with. It gave me the ability to to have my mind captivated, which. For me, I, I mean, I didn't do it in the first week, but if I would do things differently, we, what I would do now is I would definitely start doing things like physical activity immediately, physical and mental activity. But I would, I would do that like round one. The reason I would do that is because at the beginning, you, you can't hold a thought. So your brain is everywhere and you want to have as, um, as many distractions as possible. So for me, I kept going to my friend. I would talk to him during that first week. And, you know, and, and, and I asked, I'm like, what do I do first? And what was there for me was, um, you know, getting educated. So in speaking with him, he, he, I asked him, I'm like, how was, how was your first week? How did you feel? You know, and it's, it's getting acquainted with what is going to happen which it's going to happen to nine out of 10 people. You're going to go through the emotional stages. You're going to go through a physical upset where, you know, your body just is reacting and and emotions are going to come and go and they're going to come and go as they please. There's no scheduling them. (laughs) There's no um, anticipating what's going to happen, but you can get educated. And I remember that my frame of mind was so weak, but each thing that I read or, or um, anything that I did physically, like if I went to the gym or something like that, that just helped me. Helped me a lot. Like when I fucking tell you that it helped me, it helped me. Because any moment that I didn't have to concentrate on what the reality was, was freeing. It was super freeing. But it wasn't until I got into communication, like real communication with my friend, who... You know, as I said in the earlier weekend nugget about the walks and the talks, and it wasn't until I started getting that advice that I really started getting freed up and I started understanding what what I was going through. So by the time that I left my friend's house and I came back to the house, you know, I was already at a, in a good place in at least in a place where I knew that, okay, now I got to figure out other things, but I, I've accept that this is happening and I accept that there's no hope. So what I needed to do was figure it out. And there was, you know, there's steps to the process. Like I didn't know that I was going to get a divorce until I think uh, a month later is when I served her. And even that, that's a whole nother, um, that's a whole nother weekend nugget. But in this one, when I got into communication, you know, being allowed to vent was huge. But journaling, man, 
that was a game changer. That was a game changer. Like before I started doing um, this episode, I went back and I read what I did the first week. And in reading it, I'm just like, holy bananas. Like, I can't believe that that was, I can't believe that that actually happened. And it really was just denial, like straight up denial. No other word to describe it. I was just in denial. I was, you know, a wounded puppy, if you can imagine that. So journaling um, saved me because every night I made a commitment to myself. And I'm like, you know, I am going to document my entire journey. I am going to document this. And I had no idea, by the way, that I was going to do the first six months or that I was going to write anything or or be involved in this in any capacity that I've created um, after the fact. I just knew that I needed to understand what was happening and that my brain could only register one day at a time. And even then, I, I wouldn't remember all of it. But I started journaling from day one, like I have it, day one. That night I journaled and it came from advice from a friend. And it also, the source of that is me getting into communication, me being, um, and I say courageous and vulnerable because that's what it took. You know, it was, it took courage to reach out to my friend and to start, um, start sharing what, what I was going through. And I started off with him before I went to family. It was a while before I went to family, but, um, yeah. You know, when I started journaling, the one of the things that came to mind was, you know, saving the marriage or ending the marriage. And for me, I've always been, I'm a hopeless romantic. Oh my God, I'm a hopeless romantic. And I consider myself a good man. You know, everything that I do, I do it from the heart and I do it because of love. And, and I have a logical side to me. So, you know, in my job, I get paid to communicate. So I love communicating. I love the whole process of it. So I asked, you know, is there hope? And when she said that she didn't know if there was hope, no hope for me means no stay. I can't stay there. But I remember being small that entire week. Man, I was so small. I did everything that was asked of me. Up until a week later, and then I started getting strength. And when you get strength, something happens. You know, for me, I was being gaslighted and I was with um, a narcissist and a passive narcissist at that. So I didn't know what was happening. And it just seemed like the woman of my dreams was still the woman of my dreams, but just didn't didn't want me. So the moral of the story for what to do first is just be with it. You know, take a day or two and, and really just stay where, you know, stay where you're at. Really just be with yourself, be with the emotions, whatever comes up, and then get into communication. Get into communication with somebody who has gone through a divorce and start researching. Definitely start journaling. Start understanding what's inside your mind because that's going to take you to the next step. And if you can really, um, if you can really evaluate what, you know, whether you're going to stay or go, that's another great, you know, I mean, if you, if there's hope and you can stay and you can, you can talk about therapy or, or counseling, man, so be it, do it. But if you know that there's no hope and that's a deal breaker for you, 
your journaling is really going to give you um, a window to look through and see what's inside of yourself. So that's what I got. So what to do first, you know, wherever you're at, absorb it, understand your frame of mind, get into communication, and then um, start thinking about counseling or therapy and to see if, uh, if there's hope. And that's it. As always, you know, stay courageous, stay vulnerable, be vulnerable. It makes a difference. Thank you for listening. That was the Weekend Nugget. Just a little something to get you ready for the next two days. If you want to stay up to date with us, head over to www.divorcethefirstsix.com. Till next week, keep being courageous, keep being vulnerable. It makes a difference.